Hello there, and welcome to Thycaps at the Theater with me, Matt Cabrera, me, and thank you for tuning in to this uh, episode. We have a very special episode for you tonight, so why don't we get started? I have to culture Matt when he's here. He don't even know what primary colors is. Don't do this to me. Don't do <laughs> All I want is to host the podcast. Can you help me out? And Matt, and Matt Cabrera, Cabrera isn't here. Isn't here. <laughs> Dead, Dead once, once again. again. So, so tune, tune out. out. You know you're going to get a nice, nice short, short episode, episode under an hour. An hour. There's no reason for you to treat me this way. Under an hour? Under an hour? 57 minutes? Matt who? <laughs> you're killing me. Matt where? You're killing me with the way you are towards me. Speaking, Speaking of crazy, crazy people. Crazy, 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 crazy. I'm not crazy. All I want is to fucking host. Sipping on that droid. This should be goddamn good enough for you. It's Arctic Dogs. Oh, I don't even, even watch this I, and I, I nearly I, threw up in my mouth. You fucking hear me? Wait, you're making me wish that I'd kill Matt and stuff his body in the closet and, you know, just switch to a new host. I'm sick of this fucking shit. I downloaded the app. I got a... I hate you. I hate you. Stop! Stop fucking cheating in this way and let me fucking host for once! I'll fucking kill you! You want that? Yeah. yeah. Tonight on the marquee we have Punch Drunk Love. I'm sorry, I, I beat up the podcast. Nightcaps at the Theater, the podcast uh, that's semi-weekly-ish, where we uh, talk about movies and watch them. You're here with Matt. Uh, ooh, I forgot that I have to have a nickname. Okay, no, but I got one. I had this planned. Oh, I got it. Oh, but I can't use the voice with my nickname. All right. You're here with Matt. Papa ain't no Santa Claus. And your mama sure ain't no Christmas tree. No siree. Cabrera. I'm uh I'm currently making a movie, a murder mystery set around Thanksgiving where Mark kills me for my opinions on Ryan Johnson. Knives <laughs> in, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. <laughs> and I was just invited to the Jellicle Ball, Mark Zebo Jr. Oh uh, boy. Yes. Listen, I like the overture. We're gonna be singing it tomorrow. I, That's I all wait. I tell you. Touch me. <laughs> I hear she got a lot of snot in her nose. Jennifer oh, Hudson, yeah. And someone really? just uh, told her to just wipe her nose. Yeah, I hear she's pulling a Viola. It was no, filmed. She's pulling a, uh, an Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. She was filmed and, with. And it's the same director. I know. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Filmed with snot up the nose? Yeah, no one would oh, tell damn. her to wipe her nose. Do her the courtesy. Oh, no. Uh, and I am Javert. <laughs> Pancake slap. <laughs> That's my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> yep. does, it, does a cat get smushed? 
You can only Don't hope, spoil can't it. you? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so, yep. All right, thank you for tuning in. Um, we hope you enjoyed the amuse-bouche segment that you surely listened to. Uh, and this is, our, this is our movie uh, segment <laughs> episode. Because Matt had to get one. Uh, I felt I bad. It's it, been 16 like months. Like I said, it's been 84 years yeah. since my last movie pick. And uh, so, you know, I had to make it a doozy. I had to make it something... Uh, I had to make it an experience. Yeah. And so that's what we're that's what we're tuning in for today. That's what you're in for, an experience. I gave you guys a clue last time. Uh, it seemed to have stumped you. <laughs> I don't remember it. It's something to do with pudding. It was a quote. It was yeah. a quote. Uh, that pudding is as on the follows. Ritz. Ooh. You can go to places in the world with pudding. That's funny. Yeah, that's I don't a know. a quote from today's movie. I don't know where we're I, I, I need a little bit more. All right, yeah. I'll get you guys another clue. It's, uh, well, it is cuffing season, if my thermometer is right. So, uh, I thought a romance movie, in a way, would be in order. Well, being that I have no love in my life, I wouldn't know a romance movie <laughs> if it bit me on the nose. Romance movie with, uh, with pudding. Pudding. Any, any guesses? I've got a few more hints, so don't worry, <laughs> but if ro- you got something. A romance movie with, with pudding. pudding. Yeah. It's not a Bill Cosby tale, is it? He's a little inappropriate nowadays. <laughs> this, no, he do love the, the chocolate pudding. This isn't Suicide Squad. So. <laughs> oh, it could be. It could be a Harley Quinn thing, couldn't it? She does put say in. pudding a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, is can, it, you, can you go to places with Harley Quinn? Is it? It's not Showgirls because it's not three hours long. No. Is I'll, it, I'll is give it, you guys another hint. Is this a holiday movie? I, I, I just want to. I'm curious. No. Okay. okay. Uh, all right, I'll give you guys another hint. It's uh, it's vaguely related to a cultural event that's happening, or has happened this month. A cultural event. Uh, one which comes relatively infrequently if you look at it over the span of a few decades. So it's a leap year. No, no, this month, a cultural event from this month. <laughs> so it's a leap Any, year. Anything, <laughs> anything big? No, no leap year. Not a religious, a An cultural. impeachment? Uh, I guess maybe not a cult, like like a pop culture event, like a, like, like, like a film event. Oh, we're going to look mighty dumb on this episode, from, aren't yeah, we? I, from I, this I, month, is there anything that people uh, have been looking forward to watching this month in theaters? Star Wars. Star Wars? Um, Cats, a musical. Star Wars does fit the bill. <laughs> a it's, big, but block. it's but it's not Star Wars. Frozen. frozen? That was last month. Oh shit! All right. I don't know, man. This this, this, this is, is a tough a, one. A tough I, I, you're, I'm really I'm really lost here. We've, yeah. we've watched a movie from this director before. Uh. Is this a foreign movie? It's not. All right. Uh. <laughs> the year is 2002. Okay. And. Let's see. Uh, I'll explain a little bit the what I was talking about with the uh, the film that some people are rushing to see. It's uh, it's somebody known for certain roles. Adam Sandler taking on another kind of role. Uncut gems, pudding. It is oh a- no, it's Big Daddy, isn't it? We are watching. Oh no! It's, it's not Big Daddy. Oh, uh, uh, Little Mickey? No. Uh? No, those are all 90s. Mm. Oh no, it's a click. No, click is more recent. Hold on, no. I'm, I, oh man, I'm trying mm. 
Wow. Why am I? Is it fun? Is it Jack and Jill? <laughs> it's not Jack. No. Oh, God, that's 20, no. That's 2011, God. I think. Thank God. Okay, no. Well, it's related to Uncut Gems. Oh, it's in, a serious one. Sense. It's, um, what's the one where oh, he's the one um, with the. Punch, oh, punch Drunk Love. Yes. We are watching. Oh. Punch Drunk Love wow. tonight. I was going to guess the other one with the. And this isn't racist, like the Hispanic family. That, that he's working for Spanglish Spanglish because yeah. I've seen that I, 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 I like Spanglish that would, that would fit yeah. the bill too he does yeah. some serious roles sometimes he but does. I'm glad I got Adam but Sandler eventually I, yes. I, I'm on the mind that he just does shit movies just for money yes I think that's just what it is yeah like he, has, he has no other choice yeah, and a vacation yeah he says if, that's true didn't he say if like Uncut Gems doesn't succeed he's gonna make a movie worse than Jack and Jill yeah, he's gonna, he's, he says he's I, gonna make Grown Ups 3 yeah, yeah, hey, Grown Ups 3 I disagree <laughs> uh, we are watching Punch Drunk Love this is a film by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson yes I should have um, known this just from I haven't seen it before though and, and PTA last time we watched him it was uh, Boogie Nights this yes. was a two and a half hour movie so yeah. let's talk about the length of this one um Boogie Nights was two and a half, and then in between Boogie Nights and Punch Drunk Love, he released Magnolia, mm. which was over three hours. So, we're in for something here. Um, but after releasing Magnolia, PTA said uh, he wanted to work with Adam Sandler in his next role in the future, and that he was determined to make his next film a merciful 90 minutes long. Mm. I forgot to ask. Have you guys? Have either of you guys seen this before? I have not. I've but I've watched, heard praises. I've of it watched it everywhere. once, and then I've only like seen more clips yeah. come okay. after, as like for meme purposes. Mm-hmm. It's on the Criterion. <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely one of his standout performances. I'll say that. Very nice. And, right, I, and, cool. I, and I and I do like this movie. Yeah, I'm glad it'll. Uh, it, it's not something you're super familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, PTA, he did an interview with uh, journalists after Magnolia came out. He, uh, when they were asked like what his future projects would be, what he would like to do, he replied that he would like to work with Adam Sandler and Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, mm-hmm. The journalist believed Anderson was joking because the two actors are from <laughs> such different backgrounds. Are and, they? <laughs> Both are method. And have very different <laughs> acting styles, but... Uh, Soon enough, it would come to pass. Uh, Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler, and uh, There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, love that movie. Um, so Criterion re-released this in 2016 in a new HD transfer, marking uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's introduction into the collection, and Adam Sandler's first, and I don't know, but I'm going to guess only, entry into Criterion. Wow. Well, not um, Rain On Me? <laughs> Uh, rain over so. me. I think. Rain over yeah, me. I don't, think so. uh, I don't think that's Criterion. Yeah. Wow. Not artsy enough. Oh, I guess not. <laughs> Doesn't fit the quota. Um, so Roger Ebert, he wrote. Uh, he once wrote about this. I was in a lather to quiz Anderson on Adam Sandler. Why would a brilliant young auteur, uh, PTA was only thirty-two at the time, throw himself on the altar of the king of moronic farce? <laughs> Anderson replied, "I love him, and he's always made me laugh." It's Saturday night, and if I want to watch something fun, or if I'm sad, I'm popping in an Adam Sandler movie. The last thing I would want to do is watch Magnolia, you know, or, or Breaking the Waves. So I'm looking at Sandler and thinking, God, I want to get a piece of that. I want to learn from that dude. What is it that's so appealing to about him to so many people? I think he's this great communicator. It's that egghead. 
If you don't pee in your pants, if you don't think it's cool, then call me. Miles Davis. If pee in your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Still the best out of That is the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Doyle's rule. Doyle's rule. Oh, man. It's Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> oh man, I want to watch those movies now. Billy Madison. <laughs> no, can we not watch that? Can we watch <laughs> Billy Madison? <laughs> Come, no. Can we please, Matt? Can no, we please? I, don't, pick. I only have one movie downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> but, Quick, um, there's Tubi. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tubi. What's Honestly, six? that was where I watched this last month. Oh, and I checked this month. I watched it on Tubi it's last month. There. They took it away wow. in December. Just give, Tubi giveth and Tubi taketh away. <laughs> Uh, to be and <laughs> that, not to that, be. That's how you beat the copyright. <laughs> we would just watch on Tubi. Uh, let's see. Uh, in interviews from the time, Anderson insists repeatedly that his only intentions were to make an Adam Sandler comedy. It's nice to make movies that are funny, he said in an in, in interview from around 2003. And then, in the same thought, I wish this movie was funnier, that there were more laughs. But it was fun to make. Mm. And uh, yeah, he just... I think I have another quote here that he was just uh, striving for for entertainment. He wanted to make an audience picture for entertainment. And uh, that's what he claims this is. Uh, we'll, I, I got a shit ton of notes for after the movie because mm-hmm. there's a lot to go through, especially when you're dealing with someone like uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. I forgot. How long is this movie? How it's uh, 90 minutes. Nine, Nine, 95 right. minutes, I yes. think. Okay. So you know, it it's it'll go by. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll pass. I was I was thrown off by the two and a half hours. Like, the, was yeah. it two and a half hours last time? No, Boogie Nights. Boogie was. Nights was. I yeah. still remember Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's like yeah, I, I should have asked for for Burger King. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, are you guys excited? I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a, this is a it's a good movie. Um, it's it's got um a lot a lot of um times where it's like man like. I really feel for you right now, mm. and then when, and then like he, he really like puts his chops in, in there. Yeah. It's like yeah. hell yeah. Uh, there's a, there's an interesting phone argument that that yeah. I, that, I, that I really like too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that feels really real. There's a lot of realness in this movie. That's why I really like it too. I think so. Yeah. It's uh it's a big twist on Adam Sandler. It's yeah. It's like uh, uncovering the qualities of his that are already there and just kind of exaggerating them and uh you. You'll see. It's mm-hmm. I, I rewatched this last month, and I can't wait to watch it again. It's mm-hmm. it's such a pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because this is a movie that many have championed to watch that I have no idea what's about. That's but awesome. it was on my list, and I also figured you might pick it. Hey, so very nice. It all checked out, didn't it? <laughs> good thinking. Yeah. Good planning. And uh, you know what they say about good planning? Uh, you could you could go to anywhere in the world with pudding. <laughs> nice. I don't know. <laughs> Let's watch. <laughs> Hey there, I'm a Georgia Peach. I know that you don't like Ryan Johnson movies. You want to talk about Star Wars, big boy? Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, 
You know, I I, I, I kind of like Star Wars, but I kind of hate where where it where it's at right now. Oh, you I'm, sound hairy. Are you a Wookie? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, I got some body hair on me. It's yeah, it's kind of like premature, but I don't know. Oh, if you give me your uh, social security number, I can leave you into my Dagobah system. Oh, I, I don't want anyone to know that I'm doing this. I don't want anyone. I, you know, is this private? Is this confidential? What are you, a little gay boy? Uh, um, You're a little gay boy, aren't you? Remember when we used to call you little gay boy? Yeah. <laughs> what no. a little gay boy! No, no, uh, I don't. I don't remember that. No, uh, you know. Uh, can you hold on a second? Yeah. Damn it! Get it! Get it! Wow. I'm sorry about that. I had to take care of something. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm back. Damn it, Mark! You <laughs> retard, Mark! Oh my god. What did we just watch? We just watched Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, and that was our experience acting, right? Yeah. yeah. And scene. It. And scene. <laughs> we love actors. Um, this was the first time I've seen this movie, and uh, really interesting. Weird, but interesting. Oh, yeah. It's right up Matt's alley. I don't think it was as weird as you think it was. Mm-hmm. It takes weird to know weird, doesn't it, Mark? <laughs> yeah. It's certainly offbeat. Yeah. And I, I would say it is very much up my alley, like singularly right up my alley. Mm-hmm. And before we start, what were we drinking? Oh, we were drinking a... Let me pull it up. Oh, Siri, what? <laughs> well, Siri, if you, let, you, if you let Matt talk. Siri. <laughs> tell us what we were drinking. How rude of you. We had a natural light seltzer, Ooh. Aloha Beaches flavor. And we had some Bacardi Classic Cocktails Rum Punch. Rum Punch. That's Ooh. from a movie, too. Rum Punch. I don't think so. No, it's something with Angela Lansbury in it. It might have been Ben Knobs <laughs> and Broomsticks. I have to ask about Didn't that. Didn't you just but... watch that? No, yeah, but that's like deep. That Rum Punch is embedded in my psyche. Okay. No, it's Mary Poppins. When she mm. takes her medicine, she goes, what does it taste like? Rum Punch. Mary Schloppins, if, you, if I say <laughs> hey. so. Hey, that's my stage name. Don't wear it out. But I love this drink. I love this drink. Yeah, it was nice. so good. Oh, I'm glad. Me, yeah, I would drink this. Me and John mixed, too, oh, which, yeah. which was actually not bad. It was right. actually pretty good. It kind of spiced it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm glad because I wasn't uh, my intent, but, you know, it, it, goes well. it really worked. Yeah, they go together like bling belong. Yes. Um, any initial thoughts on the movie? Did we discuss that or yeah? I I, I, I really I really liked it. Um, yeah. Having it's been a while since I since I last uh, since I last viewed this film, and mm. uh, I I I I think it's uh it's it's great. I think it's adorable. Um, I think I I said earlier where it's like I, I feel like it's it's real. It takes a it takes a spell out of uh, reality. Yeah. I I, I buy. Sandler's character here. I, oh yeah! Like you can kind of put the pieces together in terms of like how you kind of view him. Like maybe the, if there's something like maybe mentally like wrong with him mm. um, on some level. But uh, I I I I really like it. I think I took away more PTA as a director. I I kind of like him. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I, I could see what he does with all his movies and how he varies the theme. And his cinematography is very great, no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. So and that's my biggest takeaway. He feels almost like Wes Anderson, but in a weirder way. Like his yeah. shots are wonderful, not as composed, you know, not as uh, OCD. He, he, and I think writing wise too, yeah. he kind of lets the the actors kind of like be a little bit more free mm-hmm. with that as well. It doesn't need to be all like flowery yeah. and like yeah. w- more well written. Yeah, you gotta let you kind of let the subtext kind of like speak for itself. Yeah, and I just I love how he picks out very mundane things here and just exaggerates them, heightens them so much. Mm. Um, actually, coming off of our 
Fright Caps Horror Fest. Yes. I saw a comparison between the sound design here and uh, that of Eraserhead. Yeah, I was and getting I, that I think feeling fits. too. Yeah, because the the score has a lot of like percussion yeah. with different things, right? Going on, there's just like tin cans I, and drums. And... I, I would be surprised if uh, going in prior before we watched that that you took inspiration from that. I yeah. think from Primer. Oh, oh I, from, I felt uh, Primer. From, I felt Eraserhead too. From, uh, from Eraserhead, oh, that's more or less. You said Prior. Okay, uh, I thought you said yeah. Primer because like, we had mentioned you, it before because too. You had already speculated, or it's like what movie I was going to watch before we had um, actually watched it. Yeah, and so I figured like, oh, like I, I, I would imagine like you picked that out of like, like, like just pre like thinking nope. about it. So <laughs> that was a yeah, that was a big coincidence. Wow, because I hadn't seen this movie in a handful of years. There's so many elements that mm-hmm. I've forgotten about yeah. how offbeat the cinematography and sound design are. Who would have known that this was our first Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, that's true. I was suggesting a Crazy Nights. Though, <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. This it is That's a technical foul. What are you doing? Oh, ah, I gotta get my wigs. <laughs> God, it's such it's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious, <laughs> but I I remember loving that movie. Congratulations! Now excuse me while I go take shower. God. <laughs> oh, uh, Rob Schneider and your your shtick. Yeah, I didn't realize how much I kind of like Adam Sandler. How much he's been around my life <laughs> yeah. since this movie. I, I still go. go on record. I think his I last. Mean, I hate Click. I hate I, a lot I, of movies that he's in. I think his last good movie was click i will i, I that click. personally that's yeah. just me it made me cry in the theater i hate bedtime stories because i had to watch oh, I never that watched school that. with the kids never I watched i don't it. know what that is i've never heard you're of not, that you're not missing Completely much don't worry forgettable. don't wow. worry i never watched jack and jill Thank you. <laughs> never watched lived, uh man. the crazy the seven they get married what was it the, no, crazy the ridiculous eight? six the ridiculous, the ridiculous six and there's one where he fakes gay marriage with uh somebody. oh that i watched i oh. thought that was tolerable i didn't think it was good I miss old Adam Sandler. I am, me too. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> 50 yeah. First Dates I like. Yeah. 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 And that's about where I stopped. I like Big Daddy. I like... Um, I love Big Daddy. Yeah. Was the first Billy, movie... Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Um, Airheads. I haven't seen that. That's, that's a good one. But he's in a renaissance now with Uncut Gems. Maybe. I, I we'll suppose. See. He's getting good reviews. I feel like he does like a, like a a movie like yeah. uh, every like handful like, of years, every every five years or so. Mm-hmm. A good movie, we should specify. Yeah. I mean, there's there there's this, there's uh, Rain Over Me, there's Uncut Gems. Yeah. Has he done anything else like that? I did Spanglish? Spanglish. Uh, I, I do like Spanglish. Yeah, Spanglish is good. Funny people. Uh, I'm not not saying it was good, but he was serious in it. I, yeah. I, to some regard. Mm. And uh, outside of that. I don't think so. Nothing. It's just yeah. been a lot of shit. Yep. I'm pretty sure uh, Hotel Transylvania was a... Was no, a, I think the Hotel Transylvania... Was a great movie. I think they're good. I think all of them. Uh, one was okay. I haven't seen the other two. I, yeah, I haven't seen the sequel. Hotel yeah. Transylvania 3, Cruise yeah. Ship. It's got to be or whatever. Cruise yeah. Control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think that's what it was. <laughs> that's really what it was. Uh, speed 2. <laughs> speed 2. <laughs> Jango Fett was in that movie. Really? Uh, he was. <laughs> The actual Django Fett or the voice actor? Both. Was he? Uh, was he the ship? <laughs> he was. Hey, <laughs> he was Moana's dad. Ah. Mm. Well, with that trivia, can yeah. we get into some more trivia? Oh, Matt? speaking of trivia, I got a, I got a ton of it. 
Uh, let's see. I want to start out by saying I love the IMDb synopsis Ooh. of this. Oh, can, can we can we just go on record? Where do we get all of our notes from? Just I want. I'm, I'm just really curious. I usually take them when I'm watching, or I get them from Wikipedia or other sources like IMDb. Okay, because okay. uh, that's a plethora of where my notes come mm-hmm. from. Yeah, I but do. I feel like I need to outsource. I it. mean, if it's a movie that I've watched like ten thousand times, then I'll take my own notes because I usually, or I'll watch it with like the commentary once. Yeah, mm. and that's about it. I do. Uh, it depends on the movie, but for like an artsy one like this, where I want to know more about the production behind it, I do uh, Wikipedia, IMDb, and I try to find like oral histories of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So I found, Passed down I found by one. the elders of generations. <laughs> I found one for this one. Uh. But um, the IMDb synopsis. A psychologically troubled novelty supplier is nudged toward a romance with an English woman, all the while being extorted by a phone sex line run by a crooked mattress salesman and purchasing stunning amounts of pudding. I love it. It's perfect. Yeah. It is it's perfect. Exactly what happens in the movie. Uh, if you tell someone that's the movie, they, I, I don't know you if they no believe you. have no choice but to go watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the cast a little bit. We got Adam Sandler yes. in the lead role as Barry Egan. Mm-hmm. Emily Watson as Lena Leonard. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as Dean mm-hmm. Trumbell, uh, the mattress man. Oh, he actually had a name. Yeah. <laughs> Dean. Big Dean. Mary Lynn Raj. Cub as Elizabeth Egan, that's uh, the main sister, sister. Yeah. who was uh, trying to set him up with uh, Emily Watson's character. Luis Guzman as Lance, mm-hmm. uh, the co-worker, and Robert Schmeagel as Walter the Dentist. Schmeagel. Actually, I don't know why he's yeah. <laughs> credited. He's really, I, well, I think it's just because he, brother, he, yeah. he actually has lines yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a that's large all, cast, like, the though. speaking characters, yeah. Yeah, it's really not much. Yeah. Um, some more uh, trivia, I guess. This movie features the video art of Jeremy Blake mm-hmm. in the form of visual interludes. Yeah, those, those are like those like abstract lines, yeah. colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a well-known digital painter who worked with kind of unique abstract and colorful chemical film processes. Around the same time as this movie, he also created the album art for Beck's Sea Change. That's a very popular album by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, Jeremy Blake took his own life along with his wife in oh, 2007 by oh drowning, claiming that they were being relentlessly harassed by Scientologists after Beck considered leaving the religion slash cult. I believe it. Uh, My God. Interestingly, PTA's 2012 film, The Master, is said to be deeply inspired by Scientology. Which is weird because Philip Seymour Hoffman is also in that movie. Yeah. Well, he's like a staple of uh, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Really likes using him. Since this movie, he was in Boogie Nights too, right? Young one? I don't no? think so. Maybe I'm thinking wrong. No, that was uh Burt. Oh yeah, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Yes. Um, I haven't seen the they master. The same. But. <laughs> but it was listen. It was like two years ago. That's like episode three on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was before. Before you were a concept, be, Mark. Before the Mark times. Yes. Before the reckoning. The Mark B- ages. BM. Yeah. Before Mark. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Pudding Man was a real person. The Pudding Man. Yeah, in uh, Pudding ni- Man in 1999. Come together Is with he your to spoon. Cherry Pie Man. Pudding Man. <laughs> Does he pop out of pudding? Oh. He pops on planes out of nowhere. <laughs> Popping on planes, eating the pudding. Uh, in 1999, California resident David Phillips made national headlines by outsmarting Healthy Choice. Oh. Take that. Oh, hey, he, I used to eat Healthy Choice pudding. Take that, Carl Marx. <laughs> He realized that the com- uh, company's pudding was drastically underpriced <laughs> uh, for the frequent flyer mail and promotion it was offering. For $3,140 in pudding, he got himself a whopping 1,253,000 flights. Wow. And so practically unlimited 
Or not flights, miles. Yeah. And oh, so practically see. unlimited flights. Wow. Uh, let's see. Sandler has said he based his take on Barry Egan in small part on, quote, my friend Judd. And people uh, have taken that to mean Judd Apatow, mm. oh, yeah. which is kind of funny. Imagining uh, Judd as Barry. Uh, the sisters are inspired by Anderson's many siblings, multiple biological sisters, and a number of in-laws. Oh my gosh, I hate siblings after this movie. Yep. Downvote them. Uh, and Sandler, for this role, was somewhat inspired by Anderson's hypoglycemia and attempts to balance sugar so as not to behave like a madman. Mm. Uh, let's see. In interviews from the time, from around 2002, Anderson insists repeatedly... Um, oh, I already mentioned this, that uh, his only intentions were to make an Adam Sandler comedy. Right. It's like a, a straight comedy, but he couldn't help but make it pretty weird, mm-hmm. as John says. He... Uh, let's see. Yeah, he told a French reporter, I wanted to make a real entertainment movie. The interviewer retorts, It seems to me that the film borders on nihilistic options. There's a social commentary in the film in the sense that you tend to look at consumer society so as to reveal its perversions. PTA says, No, nothing nihilistic. No, not at all. I was trying to do the opposite to make an audience picture for the mm-hmm. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, but Which I like. audiences didn't really uh, come up to see it. It was praised critically, but only got twenty four million six hundred thousand yeah. at the box office. I about. remember seeing the ads for it when I was younger. Yeah, I don't, when wow, did this that's come surprising. Two thousand two. I don't remember this and, at all. And, you at know, all. like I grew up with that. No, no, we all did. No, with uh, with Adam Sandler. But like, <laughs> don't live my life. But like <laughs> when, when I when I saw like you know it's like oh like it, it looks a little bit more real and and I saw the R rating where it's like oh I, I can't go see this movie because I, I was like the baby I was like yeah. nine or ten, ten years I'm not a baby, <laughs> a little baby. you're a baby I'm, I'm not a, baby. a I'm not a baby you're a baby Mark <laughs> uh, and I was like I was kind of struck by where it's like. I wonder what this is about. I was curious because th- this is where like my my I kind of like interest in film was kind of like trying to be a little bit more diverse. Like I want to see something. Damn, like you this. started young. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's nice. I, I, uh, that was fascinating. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, surprising to realize as a as a youngin. Because uh, I was dumb when I was <laughs> like when I was nine or ten. I'm still dumb. Uh, so 24.6 million <laughs> 24.6 million which uh, wasn't quite enough to recoup its 25 million dollar budget oh no it, uh, it did land though on at number 33 on AV Club's top 50 films of the 2000s oh, it's pretty go. good pretty yeah. solid I, I think I'd agree with that but yeah. this is again right up my alley uh, Roger Ebert who gave the film three and a half stars out of four mm-hmm. and this is uh, the first Sandler film he had ever given a positive review wow praised Sandler's performance in his review for the Chicago Sun-Times, saying, Sandler, liberated from the constraints of formula, reveals unexpected depths as an actor. Watching this film, you can imagine him in Dennis Hopper roles. Mm -hmm. He has darkness, obsession, and power. Mm -hmm. He can't go on making those moronic comedies forever, can he? Sandler would then continue. Sandler would then continue to make moronic comedies for the remainder of Ebert's life. <laughs> and Roger Ebert died. <laughs> <laughs> because Adam Sandler continued. Uh... Let's see. Oh, in the script, apparently, there's much more from Dean Trumbo, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. He says, You want to fuck around, asshole? He screams after a bystander accidentally bumps into him in a backroom bar. <laughs> you want to see me kick some motherfucker around here? Relax, the by- bystander tells him. I'll relax your fucking head. Dean, re- Dean retorts. <laughs> I've got a glass in my hand, the bystander points out in a strange kind of contingency plan for peace. 
And Dean takes a beer bottle, smashes it on the bar, and holds it up, screaming, You've got a glass! Now I've got a glass! I've got a glass too, motherfucker! <laughs> wow. It's pretty good. Wait, but, was, this, um, was this filmed? No. Oh, okay. I, it doesn't it's seem, it's doesn't oh, okay. seem to have been filmed. Yeah. But it is on the script. There is one little clip that I want to share uh, about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll oh, do that in a bit. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the score to this movie was composed by John Bryan, who... I think is great. He's a great producer. He's done a lot of stuff I like, uh, especially collaborating with Fiona Apple. And oh, that, mm, yeah, there's mm. some Fiona Apple trivia here in a mm. bit. Let's see. Uh, as with Magnolia, Brian and director PTA collaborated heavily for the production of the film score. Rather than scoring the film after rough, rough footage had been shot, Brian made compositions during the filming of the movie. And uh, during the process, he would experiment with tones and sounds, carefully making note of what Anderson would respond to. Anderson himself would create the vocal tempos he would envision in the score and use them on set, even to the extent of inspiring the pace of Adam Sandler's performance. And the score features heavy use of the harmonium. Brian had introduced Anderson to the harmonium on Magnolia, and Anderson knew he wanted it to feature heavily in this score. Hmm. Uh, many scenes between Sandler's character and the instrument were inspired by Brian. For instance, Brian once found a harmonium with a hole in its bellows before going on tour. To fix the problem, he covered it up with duct tape. Just, uh, just as it's good. mirrored in the film, uh, the soundtrack album includes the song "He Needs Me" from 1980 uh, Robert Altman movie Popeye. <laughs> we'll with, get to that with I Robin a, Williams. Out of body experience. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I wrote here future watch on the show. Yes, oh. I guarantee because it'll be my pick. Hopefully, it's for January. It'll be for the the cinema classics, <laughs> <laughs> films not to be missed. Let's see. This is uh, this is kind of a. Actually, I'll get to the Fiona Apple trivia first. This is ba -ba -ba, the long-term relationship between Marilyn Rochkube, the sister, and composer John Bryan came to an end as the film was just entering production, which meant that during the scoring, there were days where Bryan was forced to watch his ex-girlfriend on screen for up to eight hours at a time. In order to heal from the sequence, uh, from the experience, Bryan urged Fiona Apple to work on some songs for a new album, which... Uh, Coincidentally, became Extraordinary Machine, which is widely speculated to be about Apple's breakup from Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm. Wow. I didn't know they dated. Yeah, me That's neither, actually. Too. It's fun. Fun stuff. Actors fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Da -ba -ba. This is the shortest film that PTA has ever released, oh, which yeah? is not surprising. Uh, when Barry punches the office wall and then rests a bloody hand on the piano, the cuts on his knuckles spell the word love. Yeah, you know, I, didn't I was see that. I, no, I was looking at that. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I nice. was like, uh, like that. Some uh, that's that looks like it's what letters. Yeah, you know, I, I was p trying to pay attention to it. Definitely looked uh, like there was some intent behind the shape there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I agree. Punch drunk love. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Let me see. Oh. Uh, the address that they use for the uh, promotion, for the, the mm -hmm. Frequent Flyer Mile promotion here, is actually super close to the real address from the actual promotion. It's almost exactly the same, except the second line read Department A instead of E. And, uh, yeah. So, I just like the attention to detail. I yeah. like that in my directors. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, reversing an audio recording of the name Lena yields Anil. A plant source for the indigo dye. 
For most of the film, Barry is shown wearing his strikingly indigo-colored jacket. Together, her name and his color form an oral symmetry. Oh. I think that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think IMDb I think is pulling that out of its ass. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, he just wore blue because Lena wore red. Red or pink. Or orange, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's... Yep, IMDb, uh, they're reaching. They're stretching, I think. Yeah. Um, so. IMDb stretch. <laughs> Did you know that this actor was in the same movie as this actor <laughs> this year? What? Who would have thought? Uh, let's that, see. That's trivia. <laughs> uh, PTA, he first announced, I kind of mentioned this already, he first announced his follow up to Magnolia would be an Adam Sandler comedy at a press conference at the Cannes Film Festival, or a Cannes. Uh, the news was greeted with laughter by the assembled press. Three years, three years later. Well, now who's laughing? Exactly. Huh? Three years later, PTA would go on to win Best Director at the Cannes Film Festival <laughs> in 2002 for this movie, and it was nominated for a Palme d'Or. Ooh, uh, Palme d'Or. Sandler was nominated for a Golden Globe, hey. which is uh, good. Filmmakers, <laughs> it's good. good. Yeah, it's, it's good, good for him. It's good for him. Uh, filmmakers Lee Unkrich uh, of Pixar fame, mm-hmm. uh, Judd Apatow, Barry Jenkins, and Taika Waititi. And actors Bill Nye, Owen Wilson, and Timothy Chalamet have cited Punch Drunk Love as one of their favorite films. Oh. So, that's all I got for notes. All Let's right. finally get into some uh, plot. Let's get into cool. the plot, shall we? Or do you want to speak first? No, I got no. Oh, I'm good. Okay, so Punch Drunk Love. I want to comment, what do we think the title means at first? After watching the film, it's a it's a difficult title to well, kind of decipher. Well, What's true. the definition of Punch Drunk, Drunk Love? love. <laughs> it's your favorite word as an actor. Well, let me say three, because I can't, <laughs> I can't decide. Uh, I th- I, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go no, for no, it. No, 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 yeah, it's your movie. Oh, well, I think, so kind. I think, honestly, there's just a lot of punching in this movie yeah. <laughs> uh, on the part of Sandler's character, and that's a lot of where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the love part is obvious. Yeah. But... Yeah, I just think it was a little bit quirky. Um, there are working titles for this movie. I don't know if you want me to reveal them now or after you've spoken. Uh, All right. Well, Wor- working titles include uh, Punch Drunk Knuckle Love, which uh-huh. would not have... Would have had, added a knuckle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it definitely lends credence to what I was saying before. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's a good title. Oh, Another yeah. title is uh, Just Desserts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little too punny for me. <laughs> it's like a little too... Winking. There was yeah. no desserts in this movie, though. Well, pudding. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I would. I would have went uh, sacked lunch because mm. then I, I, I'm thinking of Elaine, and then I'm thinking of Elaine and Putty together. Yeah. Oh. I would have picked pudding. pudding pop. True. Not bad. <laughs> you gonna get popped. <laughs> uh, and another working title was the X Four Project. I don't. I don't understand that one. Nope. I think maybe that was just PTA's fourth project. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that um punch drunk doesn't that mean like you're kind of like. Addicted to fights, or you just want to like get the final word and everything. Oh, could I, be. Sort of because doesn't um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character always try to leave saying the last word? Like they're always trying to one up each other. Yeah. So kind of like you're itching to get into fights. I I think it's a symbol just where you know, Punch Drunk Club was like, oh, you you were you were just hit by a wave of just like being overwhelmed because mm. uh, we'll go in. We're about yeah. to go into it, but it's yeah. like. When he first uh, meets Lena in the beginning of the movie, like he's kind of like he's hiding, you know, yeah. like because he's a little bit like like nervous Shy. and everything. Cause he he like he like hides, like oh, oh <laughs> does she see me? She's still there now. So it's like when he first met her, now it seems he was overwhelmed by uh, he was infatuated with her mm-hmm. just by appearance or like her de- uh, demeanor. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah i think that's 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 what that really what that really means yeah uh, i think you're yeah. i think you're onto something mark i just looked up the definition of punch drunk mm-hmm. so actually i had no clue what it was before uh, Google says stupefied by or mm. as if by a series of heavy blows to the head. There you, there you go. Yep. There you go. That's it. And that makes sense because that's what I feel like when I'm watching this movie. <laughs> in a good way. Nice. <laughs> um, so Adam Sandler begins as this character in a blue stylized room, which we don't really see this exact shot again. I just thought it was striking yeah. that he's wearing blue against yeah. the background. I love it when directors, you know, color block and make a, a showy scene. Um, and he's working on the phone, obviously a little bit bitter with the man that he's talking to. Not really going its way. He's trying to sell some things that we don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not going exactly to the way he wants. And he walks outside just randomly. Maybe just he, get some air. Yeah, and he sees a car crash and yeah. a yeah. harmonium slash piano. It's like a little mini piano fall off the or it gets dropped off it doesn't even get fall yeah like, it's a completely separate yeah, like yeah. car that yeah. drops it off yeah there's yeah. just right a lot of him. things happening at once so i i mean i i guess there's some sort of symbolism somewhere like how he needs this in his life or you know i, well, I don't know what to ha- say have you ever been like infatuated with an object that you just needed to take it home with you or something like that <laughs> well here, here here's all right so let me say i don't know the posters. On, Mark. Yeah, let me tell you a story let me, yeah. let me, let me regale you are with you a... sure you want to tell it on air oh yeah no this is nothing okay. uh so uh senior year of high school i was walking home one day and there was a, a big branch that just like that that was like with uh, maybe a, maybe a few houses away from me while i was walking home and then I was like, I'm going to take you home. I hate you. And I've kept it ever since. What? I'm telling the truth. It's been, it's been 10 years. You have a big branch. I, well, it, it just reminded me of, of, of Gandalf's staff. I was like, I got to take you home. All right. Yeah, it's that's cool. a totally normal thing to happen to everyone. Right? I mean, when you're 17 and like you know, like 17, the, the, the world is like at your door. And it's like you gotta take advantage of when something just falls. I feel like once I found like a twenty dollar bill on the ground, I picked it up and took it all with me. But you, but you never kept it. Yeah, I kept it. $20. But like dollars, why wouldn't I fucking? But no, like, like you, you spent you, it. You, but you kept it. Like no, I spent that shit. Oh, <laughs> what do you? So what do I look like? Oh come I, on, a person who brings branches over. Yeah, it's not every day when Gandalf's uh, 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 staff just like falls in your lap. I mean, come on. Lady Baldoon, you shall not pass. Uh, Speaking of staffs falling into laps, yeah, uh, so, I don't know. This, <laughs> but uh, this, this, this I was just trying to fall. say something sexual, maybe a uh, phone sex. Uh, but we'll get into that later. So, I, I do want to mention okay. I. I did get a rock from my a pet rock. My mom's old job. There was like a a little sandbox filled with like big rocks outside of it. But oh that, no, I, that, I, that, I, that's I know, what I, I know what this is. It's like the little like Zen garden you, you, yeah. you have. I think so. Basically, right? you take a little fork to it. You know, oh, I don't your, do that. your cat goes in it once in a while. Well, so <laughs> so I I must have picked up one of those rocks when I was like eight or ten, but uh, I you know I forgot about it. Uh, a few years later, maybe not years. Maybe, I forgot about it for days, but I kept it for some reason. Uh-huh. Um, I would never like you know go back and revisit it and like watch it and see what it was doing. But it was in my drawer in my bedroom for a while. And another time when I when I was in middle school, I think I I ripped off a a BMW 
symbol from a car <laughs> that was parked. <laughs> you bitch, that was <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, but uh, what, one of those, what are the like, like hood, the hood, hood yeah, hood ornaments that cost a lot. Oh, what my, are you doing? My, my brother stole well. a stop sign from in town. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> are fucking miscreants and hooligans. I think, I think on you, this I, he might still have it actually. <laughs> I was a good boy, I did not take anything yes. that was not mine except but, that $20. Listen, the but, world is at your door, take what you can get. But I don't know if we were infatuated with it, I think we were just dicks <laughs> yeah <laughs> middle school dicks uh, so this harmonium is dropped off in front of uh, Adam Sandler's character Barry which we learn his name a bit later and um, right after that he brings it inside and who should show up but Emily Watson's character Lena uh, who's initially awkward she just shows up out of nowhere like yeah. can I, and I was like is she involved in this crime like what's happening yeah. Yeah. she hit this truck it's never resolved we never see if these people have died in well, this car accident I, it, it's pretty obvious I think we're like it's the it's the setup to the setup yeah because it's like she wanted to meet Barry because like she tells her early on it's like I, yeah. first, I, I first saw you in a yeah. photo so. and I got that but did it mean like anything like was there like a crime syndicate I mean I'm probably yeah. thinking way too much I, that, like no. caused this initial car accident Appar- or whatever apparently what PTA said he just he wanted to start the movie on a big crescendo yeah, yeah. yeah. He, right. he wanted something that would get the audience to like perk up and listen wake up because i was like oh shit i missed a car accident while taking notes but i think that happens a lot in this movie uh i read somewhere somebody theorized that a lot of it is just about the absurdity of life and we'll get into like more examples oh, of yeah. that but there are just things that kind of happen for no reason yeah and are ridiculous well it's also because early in the movie uh, with, the, with the car crash it's like really early in the morning you know oh yeah yeah because it's like well, it's, it's got that kind of blue hint to mm-hmm. it which I kind of I really like I like the yeah, silence like of the it the dusk until, yeah. until like the abruptness ha- yeah. happens yeah. yeah and then like that the cops are paramedics, like almost like don't show up. You still see the glass uh, of the yeah. car in the street. And, yeah, and I love Adam Sandler's reaction. And it's hard to demonstrate on this podcast being an audio medium, but he kind of puts his hand to his mouth and is just like, Oh, like he's mouthing like, Oh, Oh no, Oh no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Holding a coffee or something. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. you don't really know how to yeah. react. Yeah. Like, you don't even know if he even called the police. No, he's just no, an innocent bystander standing yeah. by. And then this is slammed down in front of him. Uh, he <laughs> runs away with it by carrying. And I'm like, this is well, that's morning. later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. So she, Emily Watson's character shows up first, right? Yep. And she goes, I'm going to park my car here. I'm going to come back for it later. He's like, all right, sure, sure. And then he peeks around the corner real cute to yeah. see if she's still there. And she's looking back and she's because she's interested. Yeah. And then he runs away with the harmonium, right? He picks it up and that's yeah. the next right. He, right. he like goes out to look at it. Yeah. And then as he's looking at it, a, a large like semi truck. Oh, yeah passes by oh, yeah. there's a lot of jump scares in this movie yeah. i wasn't ready uh, it's got more jump scares than uh, hereditary yeah. when april and i were watching it uh, she was getting scared she was yeah. getting freaked out and i was like by the way this is a horror movie <laughs> no because just the sound it's really like yeah. shining ish yeah um head ish <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere and jolts you it's like incredibly silent in the setup and then the loud, like blaring truck horn, or it's not even a horn; it's just noises come out of nowhere. Mm. Um, but I think that is like very realistic too. Yeah. Like it makes no uh, effort to <laughs> to dampen that sound. Yeah. It's just it's jarring. Yeah. Mm. I worry about how heavy this harmonium is because he's lugging <laughs> around like it's nothing. It's kind of empty. I mean, it, it looks, seems like it looks small enough. You know, it's just air. Yeah, but still, like I have, I have a piano in the other room, and wow. I imagine carrying that up. Mm, yeah, that's crazy. It's yeah. not gonna be a fun time. But he it does it. Here. He yeah. he's like trying to protect it from the truck oh, too, yeah. like from the outside well, world. Well, he yeah. could represent something with him, like a, a new 
discovery or a, a new way of life. Like, yeah. there's a lot of symbolism here. Yeah. And I'm not smart enough or sober enough <laughs> to it, it's understand. Almost, it's almost like a coping mechanism in some way. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's he's often going back to his office and that's where the harmonium yeah. is. So it's kind of like a, a place of uh, solitude for him in mm-hmm. some in some sense. And I wrote down that this movie was giving me a lot. It was giving me Primer. It was giving me Pulp Fiction. It was giving me Lost in Translation in mm-hmm. some cases. Yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction especially because when he looks at the harmonium, there's like that light on him. That's like from mm. the suitcase in Pulp oh, yeah. Fiction. <laughs> so it's like something transcendent to his humanity. But it's a lot of things that we've previously seen or mentioned on this podcast. So I found like it was a nice blend of what nice. we've seen before, especially Matt. I was like, this is Matt's movie right here. Oh, yeah. It's always thinking and there's constant like they're working. And I mean, whenever they open like the grate to the workplace, I was like, oh, I'm getting a primer vibe now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we finally learned out that, uh, learn out, learn, discover that Adam Sandler's character is named Barry Egan and we get the title card, which is weird with punch drunk love, uh, kind of those yeah. weird squiggly lines. Uh, this is where yeah. we're introduced to, uh, Louise Guzman. Yes. Whose, mm-hmm. uh, name is Lance. 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 Yeah. Lance. And he's kind of like the assistant, but he's good yeah. comic relief and fun to be around. It's it's definitely a departure from what he usually does. Yeah, he's yeah. more serious usually, right? Yeah, he's more he, he's much more comical. I think like, so. Here comedy. he's like the straight man. Oh, he is. Well, no, he falls out of that chair and has all. <laughs> well, I mean, I I, th- I don't even think that was planned. I think that was just. Oh like, yeah, I think that was like totally. No, I think it moment. was planned. I don't oh, know. No, well, I don't know. That seemed like a moment like you would capture and it would just be there. Like I fell out of the chair. <laughs> it's like we got to keep going. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And um, Barry is working at a... Well, he's selling... I don't know how to describe this. Like, humorous... Plungers. Plungers. Themed plungers. With, like, little... uh like animals and things on, yeah, that, on so top of the handles. He's selling one to like a casino and has like dice on the end and he yeah. calls them fungers. Yep. And they seem really fragile and uh, he does suggest... Well, his sisters keep calling him too, first off. He oh, gets a, yeah. a phone call every five seconds... To these sisters, like, are you going to the party at seven o'clock? Ugh. Like, for a little while, I thought it was the same sister oh, calling yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. When I watched, well, this. because he only mentions one by name until like the other one shows up. Yeah, which and then is he Elizabeth. describes because yeah. you know there's Rhonda and Kathleen. Yeah, Ugh, these sisters—they're all man. fucks. <laughs> yeah, um, Elizabeth, way. not so much. I w- maybe no, I think she is. Well, she, I think she, she is, is, but I think she's also like doing it intentionally just to like kind of get him out of his comfort zone mm, maybe she's yeah. like the second youngest i think she's the most sympathetic mm-hmm. yeah but it, there's not too much there yeah because i don't know yeah. she like looks out for him in ways that she thinks he needs like she's going out of her way for him yeah like that, and we that, don't see that from anyone else no no, no, no. they're all no. they're all fuckheads but i also think because we also see her devolve into conversation with the other sisters later how she's like, oh, you know, I would never do that for him. So I think that she has her own motives at heart, too. Yeah. And they're not to be trusted, these seven <laughs> sisters. Yeah, which I don't know how they they would do that and, and land husbands who are, are, are more nice to, to him than well, actual family. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, I did like that he's like, this is unbreakable. He breaks it and showers the glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he goes to take another call and you see... Um, Guzman, Luis Guzman, in the background, slamming them on the table, and they're not breaking. <laughs> like it was blinking a bit. I was like, oh, oh I, I, I didn't, I didn't pick oh, up on yeah, that. He's like I didn't slamming even two that. at once on the table, and they're not breaking, just to show that they're like indestructible. So you have to think that his rage was so much in the moment that he just broke it. Yeah, because that seems to be uh, Barry's uh, modus operandi. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's a yeah. good catch. Yeah, 
Um, and he's on the uh, the sister line. <laughs> They're like, you're coming to the party at 7? You better fucking show up. Like, it's like, you like, fucking you, idiot. Yeah, you're yeah, you're just, negging him over you the just, You just say you're chatting, you fucking yeah. fuck, fuck You chatty head. piece of yeah. shit. And he says he can't come because he's got... Uh, he has to renew his gym membership. Yeah, yeah, renew his gym membership, so he possibly won't make it. But one of his sisters suggests, oh, I'm going to bring a girl there that's supposed to meet you. Um, so you should come definitely, which like, makes I, him want to go even less. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's extremely awkward. And uh, he, he, he just out. flat out says, "I don't want to do that." Yeah, yeah, that's not me. Oh, and this okay, this was probably my favorite scene. I, I say that a lot recently, but when he actually shows up to the party and he hears them discussing him, yeah, yeah. and he opens the door, closes the door, opens the door, closes the door, like, yeah. should I go? Yep. Should I go? Should I go? Should I go? And then he goes in, and they're still discussing him. How like he broke. A window in their youth, and they always yeah. used to call him gay boy. Yeah, and he threw a hammer through a sliding yeah. door. Oh my god! It's like what? This <laughs> is every family conversation ever <laughs> like, around the holidays. Why, like, so I, I was getting traumatized why, by it. Why would you say this when you're adults? Because they're what, family. Like, Have you met petty family members? And they think like everyone's over it. They think he's over it. Oh my god! Do I have to, do I have <laughs> like, to bring this up on the podcast? So my family mocks that I read books. They go, oh, you're the professor. You read books. <laughs> and I I was like, yeah, I read books. Is that such a bad thing? This yeah. is what my family does to me. People have been doing it for fun for generations. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really feeling this. Like, I can't. I can't deal with this. Mm. Uh, I, 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 I would, if I was him, I would, I would, like, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I put down very food. Oh, because he's, he's he's stumbling. talking to Walter, the yeah. dentist, the brother-in-law, yeah. his brother-in-law. And instead of very good, he says very food, which is, you know, when you're anxious in a situation. Like, this is anxiety to a T. So yeah. I really associate yeah. it with this, how you switch words sometimes. I do it in front of my kids all the time. I'll say something opposite with what I mean. Yeah. I'll be like, swap, swap that, reverse it. Yeah. But uh, he says very food instead of very good, and it's anxiety. But Walter's nice. He handles it like he gracefully. He seems nice, yeah. no, but then he blabs right to his sister. So I don't. Yeah. Well, I th- I, don't, I don't I don't think that was like you know to make to, to make it seem know. like he was like making fun of him. We don't know. Maybe his yeah. sisters uh, pressured him or yeah. to be like us. Uh, so what were you talking to Barry about? I still I, don't know. Or I mean, he probably maybe he thought Barry like yeah, did need the help. Yeah. Because uh, he did. Well, we'll talk about what he does. Well, no, he he eventually he breaks down to him like I. Is this yeah. first that oh, he needs like, like a therapist? Oh no, he 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 smashes the like the, the, window. That's oh, yeah, yeah, the porch yeah. windows. Yeah, because he hears the same sister that's yeah. like, "I wish you would come." Oh, he wouldn't fucking show up if like, she didn't let, come like, in let, the first place. Like, let, it's time to eat gay boy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and they're like back talking, like you know, I was supposed to bring this girl and she didn't show up, but he's fucking here anyway. Yeah, and he, in like clear conversation, so he smashes every window, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing, fucking retard?" Yeah. yeah. Like, this is not a good like, family brutal. environment. And there's, like, kids around. We need Tony Collette to come in and go wipe like, that stupid face off your face. Oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rough. So then he breaks down to Tony, Tom, yeah. and whatever. Uh, Walter. And he, well, he starts talking to him. He's like, um, uh, you're a doctor, right? Because sometimes I don't like myself sometimes. Oh, my God. Huh. And I was wondering if you could help me. And Walter is like... Barry, I'm a dentist. Which <laughs> is like good just straight I'm comedy. Just a dentist. It's, it's 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 so funny because I was getting a lot of forgetting Sarah Marshall vibes. Yeah, out of this. there were a because, lot of vibes in this because, movie. Because you know, eventually we go to Hawaii, but like even this scene where it's like he's talking to it's like, Oh, I am a dentist, I don't know what I can do. Or it's like in, in forgetting Sarah Marshall instead of like going to like a 
a physician. He goes like, I'm a peter. I'm a pediatrician. I don't, I don't know. You see kids walking around. You're sitting on a hippo. <laughs> so I, I, I really appreciate it for, nice. uh, for some of the callbacks. I, even though this movie came out prior to that one. Yeah. But he breaks down crying in front of Walter. Yeah. I, I love what he says. He, what he actually says is really like just human. Yeah. He's like, um, Walter's like, well, can you tell me what's wrong with you? And he's like. I don't know if there is something wrong with me yeah. because I don't know how other people are. Yeah, I, that line really fucked up. That line just <laughs> oh, gets me, man. It, yeah, it's so real. I know. Uh, to be real. Oh, <laughs> um. Well, then we get a transition to a supermarket mm-hmm. where um, Barry is shopping for food, and he spies in his little eye. Um. He sees some healthy, smart, healthy, healthy choice. choice. Uh, products offering some free uh, 500 free miles with 10 purchases yeah. which seems ludicrous because yeah, that's like, a lot of miles for just 10 pudding cups priced at like or whatever he sees first well, at 179 yeah first he sees the teriyaki chicken for yes. 179 yeah well h- how many miles would 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 say I don't know like what, what would take it from from here to Jersey uh, from mm. Jersey keep to keep talking and I'll Jersey to California and keep talking Actually, yeah, describe I, I what don't happens. know because like, I guess yeah it's not a one-to-one yeah. mile thing that can't be because then how do you track those miles then like do you have to open an account like, yeah probably oh. with the airlines yeah uh, it was American Airlines They he said uh, Healthy Choice and American Airlines partnered oh, that's this what promotion Kevin, Kevin McAllister's family uh, uh, <laughs> flew when they left him <laughs> New Jersey to California 2,884.8 miles and, and that's not and a lot 500 wait 500 miles free. So that's a great deal, Mark. You would have but, to buy like forty puddings. But is it a one? Make it. Is it a one to one? And it's like seventy nine cents. But it takes six to eight weeks to process. So. I don't. Know, I don't know if frequent flyer miles is equivalent to actual miles. Yeah, you would fly. have to fly first, but I think you would have to put up the money, but then he'd be able to fly I don't know. anywhere. This seems sketchy. I don't know. Well, but a lot it, of things. It happened. It happened in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um, but he's searching it out, and he starts like getting all these healthy choice puddings together. And he has a plan. Mm-hmm. He's putting the puddings together. And then that same night he goes home and he tries out a little something called phone sex. He just he, wants somebody to talk to. Yeah, he just wants uh, a connection there. And he Get calls connected. up. It's a good free. transition here, too. He yeah. he clips the coupon for the mile. Oh, yeah, and then he sees like yeah. a it's not like, very attractive person, but... <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, sure. Hey, why not beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I know, and I, I, I thought about that as I was saying that sentence. Thank you for calling me out on that. I am an awful person. I'll get out the whip and I'll whip myself <laughs> later on. Shame, shame, shame. I'll scourge myself later on. But uh, he does. No, call we'll do up. that during cats. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. I'll be doing handstands while you guys will be ripping your eyes out. I'm so excited. Um, I'll be laughing. But he. It's not like first he has to get through like this paywall or supervisor, not even a supervisor. It's just like the uh, main, operator, like, operator, who's like, "Hey, what are you doing? You got to give me your credit card number and name." And he's like, "Okay, I'll do that." And she's like, "Well, what about your social security number?" And right. then Mark was immediately like, "They're trying to <laughs> screw him over." Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, Mark. Yes, Mark. They are. Um, uh, to his credit, he's like, "What do you need that for?" Yeah. And they're like, "For verification purposes with your credit card company." Yeah. He's like, "Okay." Yeah. And then he uh, patches through through a, a to a girl named Georgia. Yep. Who's Georgia. also living in California <laughs> and not drowning in a bucket. Hopefully. Um, I'm a giant. Yeah. He's uh, lying about a girlfriend. So Georgia asks, "Like, is your girlfriend out of town? What are you doing, you naughty boy?" And he says, no, uh, she's out of town. I, I do have a girlfriend. 
And I do like that she compares herself to a Georgia peach, even though she's in California. Like, I'm sweet, like a, a Georgia uh, peach. She's in uh, I, uh, Ohio. Oh, yeah, but she says she's in Los Angeles, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so she's lying about that. Um, and she also asks, like, is your cock hard? Yep. <laughs> and like, he replies, well, I don't know what it's doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we're going to get there. She asks, are you stroking your, your BBH? <laughs> you stroking yet? Oh, God. You stroking your uh, Palpatine, your yeah. Snoke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we can only assume that he went to bed satisfied because the next scene is him just getting into bed. Yeah. It pans to, uh, to a light bulb. Mm. And like a, a sound, like the electrical hiss yeah. sound. I'm not sure why, but it's interesting. Mm. And uh, the next morning, Barry is waking up, getting ready to go to work. And who should call but Georgia? Like, hey, I just wanted to talk about last night. And it starts out like as a seemingly it's sweet like, conversation. It's like, I gave at the office. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I have this apartment. I need some money. So you need to hook me up. I always get you. And uh, Barry is all like, no, I can't really do that right now. Hangs up on her. And does she call back again now or later? Later. Later. Um, And this is when we have the the crates of pudding. Yeah, so he arrives at his job and... Lena? No. Louise? Uh, Oh, uh, Elizabeth. No. Lena? Coworker. Yeah, Louis, oh, Lance. Louis Guzman. Lance, Lance, Lance. Yeah. Uh, Lance just always like, what is all this put in for? Oh, it's nothing. Oh, Where it. should I put it? Just leave it there. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't plan to do anything with it. He just wants like the, the frequent flyer. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm just collecting. That's it. Yep. And he does repair the harmonia at this point with the duct tape too. Yep. So that's something. He's trying to get his life back together. Um, I put down check cards. Oh, I can't read that. Cut up card. Oh, so he's checking because... Um, doesn't Georgia warn like yes. I have all your credit card information yeah, so, so he swaps she starts out calling cards. Barry instead of Jack yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then um, he checks with the credit card company and cuts up his card to get a new one just so they can't get money so that should be the end of it there right like they can't really do anything they have a social and his name and his what address what social get you a credit card, credit Ide- card? identity theft <gasps> never but I posted all our socials on social media. I thought that was what it was for. <laughs> nope. Nope. So, um, and it's a chaotic scene because he's talking on the credit card company. Then Lena comes in with his sister. Like, Lena's like, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't meet. I want to meet up with you. And his sister is being very forward. Like, this is Lena. Talk to her. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> Fucking talk to her. She's here now. We're going to go for breakfast. Do you want to go for breakfast? You're let's, working? What let, do you mean? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get pancakes? <laughs> Um, and at the same time, Georgia is calling up on the other line going like, Hey, you know, you, you need to pay me that money real bad. Otherwise I'm going to make your life a living hell. Yeah. There's another instance of within this movie, just everything happening at yeah. once. I put down panic attack cause that's what I was feeling. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like 10 different things at once. And then they drive into the side of the building yeah. and knock everything down. They're like, Oh my God, something fell. Are you going to check that? Knocks on the window. <laughs> hey, are you okay? All right. Back to the conversation we were having. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I put down crazy. <laughs> I, I I just like how it's just a, a, a scene of just everything happening at once and yeah. just mm. causing just mass uh, anxiety it's for, like a, for it's one like, person. It's like a war movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's so much uh, going, and the, the cuts are very quick. In an office, it, it, it's like a, a scene from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it just in uh, in normality. Yeah, <laughs> and we find out that Lena travels a lot. She's going to Hawaii. And, um, you know, Barry has it in his mind that he's going to travel a lot, too. And he mentions that he wanted to go for Hawaii to work, uh, to Hawaii for work. 
Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, we should meet up there. And he goes, I don't think I was really going to go. I'm sorry. I, I, I appreciate his, like, sense of, like, um, well, not, 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 not much, like, lying, but, like, kind of, like, kind of pathologically, like, yeah, but I this think, being, uh, not, not telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to seem better, make a connection. And I think and, also his sisters have conditioned him, too. He, he wants to sound impressive to people yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I appreciate the fact that he kind of, like, keeps this ruse going for some time until he gets more comfortable with her. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, just as Georgia says, like, you're going to regret this. You're going to yeah. fucking regret this. Yeah. Uh, he hangs up. The thing goes into the, the, the side of the room and then uh, his sister and Lena leave. But his sister goes, like, I'll meet you at the restaurant, Lena. Just wait for me. And Lena does something out of her character and turns around because she seems to be suffering from similar... Uh, anxiety. Yeah, we don't get enough of that, yeah. which, which I'm kind of upset about. Yeah, and she turns around and she makes the choice to talk to Barry. Yeah, and ask him out separately on a dinner alone. So that's courageous of them, and they both agree. He goes like, "Yeah." All the yeah. office workers are kind of yeah. Looking they just stop and look. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of cute. Um, and then you know they agree to go back out to eat together the following day. Uh, Georgia. Then we get a transition that's like Utah. Yeah. And Georgia. Meanwhile, yeah, Georgia in Provo, like, Utah, <laughs> you need to go fucking get this guy Barry. We got uh, Lex Philip Hoffman here, yeah, <laughs> and he's sending these blonde brothers out after Barry. Hillbilly mm-hmm. Central, yeah. yeah, in Utah. I don't know if that's how. It well, they definitely got like Southern accents. They've got similar DNA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something's going Some on. Some inbreeding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Philip Seymour Hoffman as Duke. Uh, Dean. Dean. I'm sorry. I always forget the names. <laughs> but Dean, the Mattress King. Also giving me like Fargo vibes. Yeah. It yeah. did feel a little Fargo esque. true. Yeah. Well, oh, you know, you gotta, you gotta go, you got, you gotta go get this, uh, this pervert over yeah. here because <laughs> you know he, he didn't pay his his dues, don't you know? Yeah, it's just like a crime front that's set up in like a mattress store or something <laughs> random like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I was getting. But he sends out these brothers to go put a hit on Barry it's, or just threaten him. It's a very dysfunctional front, I will say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of small time. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have organizational problems. <laughs> He's building up a business is just like Adam Sandler here. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, then we get a, a flash sideways to Barry and Lena talking over dinner and he mentions senior quotes. Yeah, in the yearbook because uh, he's talking about DJ Justice. Oh, DJ Justice. He tells it like it is. Yeah. And he had like a wordplay there. I forget what it was though. I didn't write it down. I don't think but he does. I, I, he does. He mentioned something like DJ Justice said something or DJ someone said something to DJ Justice and he like turned it around. Uh, yeah, like conf- he's conf- cut, confusions or confusion. Oh yeah, confusion yes. says. Yeah, ah, thought, ha, ha. yeah. yeah. It's like we got we got ourselves a uh, Elvis Duran over here. <laughs> yeah. It's just so mundane, and like I love that um, Barry is like ecstatic about it and like passionate about such a mundane topic and like sharing it with her yeah. because I do the same thing. Well, like uh, he, like he even says where it's like oh I find it funny. I even laugh like when I'm alone too. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, so I, sad, I, but true. I, I found it so sweet though. No, at the same it is. Time. Yeah, cuz we all feel that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're as <laughs> like, like I feel that way too. Like literally I'll, I'll be at work and, and, and uh I like I'll be thinking about something and I'll just kind of like, <laughs> chuckle at myself. <laughs> but also I'll double check and yeah. just wonder if like oh mm-hmm. shit did anyone see that? Yeah. <laughs> My god. Um, but Lena's talking and she's trying to make small talk like did you sell that pudding and 
Various like that pudding's not for sale, yeah. and he's and she's like why, and he's yeah. like it's not a sales item. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's about to like, but he feels like because he knows if yeah. he reveals it, yeah. it's like, weird, it, and yeah. it'll embarrass him. Yeah. You feel like, um, and then do the sisters call again because something makes him so pissed off. She, no, she, she shows up. Or? She recalls um, her sister oh, saying yeah. that they used to call him gay boy. Oh yeah, and and that, or uh, then he would freak out. And that Lena has no sisters, so they're like kind of opposite in that regard. Yeah. He has seven, she has none. Like, yep. Will you excuse me? I have to use yeah. the bathroom. And then we get this good scene of him like A24-ing a bathroom, <laughs> destroying yeah. it. I, I love the, the sound of like the, like the bass level of, yeah. the, of the volume that's like him like throwing down these doors and like tearing like the soap dispenser off the mm-hmm. wall and <laughs> i think it was getting a little distorted by the tv i'm not sure if it's supposed to be like i that. think i think it was Maybe intentional it was, for though. it yeah you know, yeah we weren't watching in dolby so matt was having a little heart attack at the moment <laughs> a little bit yeah on this frame it's not going <laughs> yeah. as smooth as i want it uh but then in what has to be Mark's favorite scene. I don't think it was my favorite well, scene. Well, I think you enjoyed it, right? Well, yeah. that, well he comes back to the table. He's like, I'm sorry. I just had to leave for, for a quick moment. And then, yeah. like, the, I guess the... Major the, D shows up or something. It's like, can I, can I speak to you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take your hat, uh, did, you, uh, did you destroy the bathroom? Like, no, of course I didn't. <laughs> it's like, like, well, you just came from the bathroom. It's like, I, did, I, did, I didn't do that. It's like, I'm going to ask you to leave. And just like him pressing, it's like, it's like I, I, but I didn't do that. It's like, sir, I'll, I'll like beat your, what did he say? Uh, well, I, I do, I do like what uh, Barry says. He's like, all right, can I just stay? Because like, he, he, he like, <laughs> yeah. Sir, I'm I get your it. Fucking ass. Please said, leave. No, he says, "Sir, I'm gonna crack your fucking head open. <laughs> Please but, leave." And then he's just like, "Okay." Yeah, no, and he goes to Lena. I don't like it. <laughs> leave. He says, "I think I don't like it here. Let's leave. Uh, Let's go." I, I I think it's great, and somehow it transitions into like a, a nice kind of like somber, like like little like, yeah, hey, they're enjoying themselves. Yeah. it's like they're just yeah. walking. They're outside next to these really. I mean, these uh. And there were like 18 wheelers next to them that were making me really anxious throughout the whole movie. Like, I'm like, someone's gonna get run over by an 18 wheeler. And uh, they cross, and he opens the door to like their little sedan or whatever they're driving. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sweet. Yeah. Their it's night's sweet. not ruined. Yeah. And then they go back to Lena's apartment, and they're sitting on the couch. And uh, it's like they just finished a conversation yeah. that we, we haven't seen. Oh, uh, and Barry's like, well, I'm gonna go. And they give like a little peck on the cheek, I think. And then yeah. he goes, okay. Bye bye. Yeah. No, he says and bye bye. Yeah. And then while he's walking out, he's going and bye bye, you motherfucker, <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Which is so real. But yeah, I, I've never said and bye bye to a conversation. No, I've I've had some pretty awkward like oh, departures no. before. Yeah, yeah. where Definitely. I'm like, why the fuck did I say yeah. that? And yep. he gets down to the front desk, and they're like, it's a phone call for you. And we're initially like, oh, okay, it's Georgia. She found him again. Yeah. Yeah. And That's it turns what I was out to thinking. be Lena. I thought I've just rewatched this last month, and I still thought. It was Georgia again. Yeah. And Lena shows up and she's like, I wanted you to know at that moment or wherever you are, I really want to kiss you. And then we get Adam Sandler running through these halls. Not knowing where to go. Not knowing where to go, <laughs> looking at the wrong door, exiting the fire escape and triggering a weird alarm. <laughs> yeah. And eventually finding the apartment and they kiss. So you're like, all right, I guess I'm all for this relationship then. When he finally finds it, I think it's a great shot. He kicks open the door oh, and yeah. the camera like pans a little bit. Yeah. And there's just a lot of movement there, a lot of kinetic energy. And it goes into this kiss. Yeah, and he's like, "No, like I don't freak out too often." Or it's like, "Don't like don't listen to my sisters or something yeah. like that." So, yeah. while they're hugging, mm-hmm. yeah. and he walks out of the apartment, and immediately the Barry brothers come, and not the Barry brothers, the the, the, the mattress brothers come. The yeah. blonde brothers, the blonde mattress <laughs> brothers show up and put him in the back of his pickup, 
And I, next scene, he's at the bank taking out money. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel good that I could withdraw more money than Adam Sandler could in <laughs> 20, 2002, yeah. whatever, that I can currently. He only he was able to withdraw 500, 500 max. at a time. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we really should talk about this. This is illegal. I'm going to get the police involved. And then they go off at him. They punch him. They hunt him down. And then he gets a really passionate running it, scene away it, from them. Yeah. It's a very, like, like pathetic scene of him running, too. I, I don't know. I think I it's think... like you're more scared... He's well, like yeah, just like his, very, his heavy breathing and like eh, yeah. Eh, well, that know. jump is definitely comedy. Like he jumps. He <laughs> oh, like, oh, that, and then he's he's, he's literally he's like all the way down. Yeah, that's down a Wes Anderson <laughs> cut right there. <laughs> that's true. But uh, it but. felt like um, Forrest Gumpy, where you're like rooting for him despite his his like challenges that he faces in his yeah. life. I, I can, can we say off the bat? Does he suffer from like say Asperger's? He you could. Think? I don't know. Some, it's some, possible. Some yeah. late, some latent form of it, perhaps. Yeah. Um. Because I don't like. I don't know if that's just like a mental disability or just like a social anxiety kind mm. of kind of. Yeah. Feat. I mean, it, a lot of it could be brought on just by the sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And um. But because I do, I, apparently their parents aren't around. Like I think that's mm. that's something that they briefly mentioned too. So maybe he was brought up by them and they just treated him like shit. Yeah. yeah. Could be that's rough. Yeah, uh, I do like the running scene. Uh, to me, it feels very real, like the heavy breathing. Because yeah, yeah. I think he's really like mad at them and mad yeah. at the world. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah. uh, while he's also breathing, he's like simultaneously like trying to rage and like mm-hmm. like screaming a yeah. little bit inside. Um, and I do like how it gets introduced with like it feels very noir. It's his shadow along mm-hmm. a wall. Yeah, and you just and see lights behind him. And yeah. you don't really know who's I, looking at him. I did more or less pick up on that. Like as they drove away, where it's like, where are you running from? Like we know where you live. Yeah, yeah. And stops. then as as he stops, like I could see more rage in in him than yeah. than from the running. Where it, it like from the running, it just felt like a little bit more sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it's one of those things that you could like simultaneously laugh at and like feel bad for. Yeah. 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 And the next day we transition, he's back at work and he tells Lance, you know, he's going crazy. He's like, I need to buy this pudding. You got to come with me, Lance. Yeah, because that's, that's when he decides like he wants to go see Lena because yeah. like she's now uh, away in Hawaii. The Valley. And they know Lance where he like, lives. Right now? We got to go right now? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. And they're back at the supermarket. They're picking everything out. He's trying to explain to Lance what's going on. They pick up a yeah. display of pudding and then he's doing a little tap dance at him Sandler. <laughs> and what is he Drop saying? Drop the aisles. Uh, he says, uh, you can go to places in the world with pudding. That That is funny. That's funny. Yeah. And he's doing the soft I, I like shoe it. for like what, 10 minutes. That, that's what I do when I, I find a yeah, price mistake. Yeah. Which I, re- I really like. It's like, it's not, in, it's not in like in, in tune with the music that's, that's playing too. And it's just, it, it's exciting, but also kind of scary in the same way I find. It's manic, right? He's yeah. Going, going a little bit insane. But I, I liked it. I think it's just him like... It's a small victory. Get, yeah. Get out of here. I'm going yeah. to dance my way to <laughs> And then I like how um, Lance is just like, I'm going to check out. Okay. Yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> it's very crazy. Yeah. And uh, there's something that happens next because this is like the chair breaking scene I have down next. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. does Georgia call him up like one more no, time? No, he... he he's He's on the phone uh, asking about the promotion, yeah. and they're informing oh, yes, him yes. that it's going to take six to eight weeks to process. Yeah. And uh, he's just very detail-oriented. He's like, no, you didn't. I, I did not see a six or an eight in any of yeah. the promotion yeah. materials. And and they're just like, sir, I can't do anything about that. So he drops the phone, and he like starts yelling. He's like, fuck! Yeah. And he, uh, Is this smashes, the knuckle scene? Yeah, he smashes the... Yeah. The map on the wall, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, breaks Which, open his hand a little bit, and the 
the cuts spell out love. Oh, yeah. I need to rewatch. I didn't see. I missed it. Um, but at this point, he goes out to Lance. He's like, I'm going, Lance. I fell out the chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Like, oh, the chair broke. The chair broke. Yeah. I broke yeah. the chair. The chair broke. <laughs> and I, I, Adam doesn't react at all to yeah, this. Yeah. walks right by. Which I think is like, I, if if this was kind of genuine, if the chair actually did break, it, I think it's, it's it was a decision on Sandler to keep going with the scene. Yeah. And so that's yeah, why the no. ca- that's why the camera just continues to follow. I, him. I, think, I that's think maybe totally like a Paul Thomas Anderson move. Too, I think either going. either Luis Guzman like might have improvised because he's yeah. a funny guy. He might yeah, have yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah. he might have done it in one take and like made everyone laugh and they're like, okay, let's let's do that again. Yeah. Or or um or I guess what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you actually broke. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could yeah. be coincidence. Um, but that's a damn good coincidence. Mm, yeah. I, I don't know. I think yeah. PTA is too detail oriented. So uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I don't know that milkshake line. I don't know. It brings oh, all man. the boys to the yard. Yeah, <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I drink. Your... We need to watch that. I love that fucking well, movie. Yeah, oh. brace in for three hours. Yeah, we need to set aside six hours for the podcast. Just that. You know, like a normal recording time. Um. Anyways, I had an out of body experience. Because this melody starts playing <laughs> over the movie. And I go, I know this song. Where do I? Oh, my God. I, I, it was like on my phone. It's Shelley Duvall singing He Needs Me from Popeye the Musical. Previous mention on this podcast. Future watch on this podcast. <laughs> and what a song I, for oh, P.D. Yeah. Anderson to pick. Yeah. I question why. Because... <laughs> It it's, he needs it works. Me, he needs me. He needs me. He needs me. Yeah. But I, didn't I, you hear the lyrics that were repeated for an hour? I'm sure that, but it's like we're following his perspective, so it's more like she needs me. She needs me, and that's why mm. I'm going. Well, you know? I don't think she needs him, though. I think he needs more. He needs her more than she needs him. Yeah, that's what he's saying. But he's saying the song should be called. But but also, I need her, or he yeah. needs she. I, it works. Sure. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I guess. I think it fits the montage I'm reading really too well. much into it. it yeah. does, but, I'm okay. just a, we, a weird choice to pick a Popeye musical number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Popeye? it is. I think, I think it, it is just very, speaks to some of the, to, to the absurdity of the film, too. Yeah, it's very PTA. Yeah. Um, and this song goes on forever. It's oh, like the my God. Yeah, wait until we see the movie because it goes on even longer than. <laughs> That's Man, crazy. I question why. Oh. I, I, like, I like it. I like the song. Oh, I like how it fits. Like the, you are a dirty liar. It's I like not a good song. song. I like the song. When it's in this movie, I like it. But there are like three scenes that pass while yeah. the same song gonna is still playing. I'm going to have to eat my words. Yeah. Maybe Master of Disguise will have a new rival on the scene Ooh, thanks to it's me. the M-A-S-T-E-R of Disguise. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring it back. Um, pudding Man. <laughs> it's cherry Pie Man. Get him. Cherry Pudding Man. Come on, that Cherry Pie Pudding. <laughs> Anyways. Love that Cherry Pie Pudding. He's in <laughs> Hawaii and he goes to a taxi cab. He's like, take me to where the hotels and beaches are. And beaches are. And also I need a phone. And next scene he's at a payphone it, it almost feels very like classical the way he kind of yeah. says it and yeah, the way he gets the, yeah. it feels like very like like black and white 1950s mm-hmm. film it's like yeah. oh, i feel like i'm i'm watching something very ro- romantical here so. yeah. romantical uh, well it's not a word ah <laughs> uh, come on <laughs> give me that at least well he was, he was combining yeah. romantic romantic and radical yes radical you'll be the next shakespeare of our day i'll be the next <laughs> ninja turtle of romance yes <laughs> Um, so at first he calls this Waikiki and he's like, I'm looking for Lena, whatever her last name is. I, I forget. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leonard. Lena La- Leonard. Yeah. And then a man picks yeah, up. Probably and, Leonard. Well, no, he, he, he calls his sister first. Oh yeah. Like, uh, give me the fucking 
fucking number. Yeah, because yeah, so she's doing that that, pa- that 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 pandering. It's like what? What do you need? Yeah, what do you, you need that for? Her. You want to give the fucking give me the fucking number. What I'll, are you gonna do with the fucking number? I'll 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 fucking kill you. You want that? He's like, I'm fucking tired of the way you treat me. You can't treat me like this. Sick of this shit. But it's like number. Calm down. But he says it so like like really. He's on a public payphone and there's a parade. I know. No one no one knows this. They're all watching the parade. Like yeah. It's right there. The parade passes by. Future watch. Future watch. It's coming. But I I love this scene. Yeah. Me too. So real. Yeah. I, I love this movie more and more. I love how he's just peeling back layers where it's like, yeah, I'm 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 stopping being this like guy who's like who who holds everything back and ready to like release. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, he's if like, something happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna act on it. You yeah, know? it's like he finally discovered a self respect yeah. within himself. I'm happy. I'm really happy for him. So he gets the number from his sister and calls the first Waikiki in Hawaii, and it turns out that a man answered. Yeah, and then he's which very I sought. I worried yeah. about. Oh yeah, I was like, oh shit, like, yeah. yeah, where's this going? But then he calls again, Kiki. Yeah, are you winding? <laughs> <laughs> you never let me go. Oh, In no. Hawaii. <laughs> and it turns out Lena picks up and then a light goes off in the phone booth yeah. at the same time like yeah. yay it's very and Lena's cute like oh effect. you're here oh I'm just in the office no you're not I can hear what's going on do you want to hang out okay yeah he's you know, he's trying to get all these like big details yeah. about her but where like, are you originally from <laughs> can we talk about this in person sure, sure. and he's like um Oh, and then he asked something else. That's when he asked, where are you originally from? Like, yeah. after they already agreed to talk about it in person. Mm. It's just kind of funny. You definitely know he's nervous at this point. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like the light switching over because it's not just, like, uh, kind of a cheesy, like, oh, light goes off when he calls her. <laughs> but you do actually notice in the background, like, it is getting darker. Yeah. It's becoming nighttime. So, so it's just a time-appropriate Yeah, just thing. timing. Mm. Um, but he does eventually find her, and he's standing in a hallway... Yep. And she's coming down the hallway. He reaches out a hand for a handshake, and she hugs him. <laughs> and we get the the best shot in the movie. It's oh, very yeah. cinematic with like I, I all these it, people uh... passing by as they embrace each other. And at first, I was like, "Where are these people coming from?" Because we saw those hallways were empty. But then it was like, you know, world goes around them. They're understanding what's going on. It's very oh, yeah. sweet and sentimental. Definitely, it's a I have it. Shot. Have it downloaded what? here. Oh, uh, so oh. nice. So it was a very cute. We'll shot. We'll use it for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Note to self: I will use it for the gram. It's a very cute shot. Yeah. Definitely. Um, she needs me. We mentioned that. Um, and then they they uh, start a uh, noodling, yeah, canoodling, but nooky nooky, making love, making whoopee in their room. <laughs> and uh, we got a few choice lines here. I put down that he's always in Hawaii, Adam Sandler. At this point, oh, he's yeah. he's always on he's vacation. Always in Hawaii, he's on yep. vacation. He just makes movies to go to Hawaii. I'm he, pretty sure. Yep he he's never on vacation at like uh like refugee camps, you know, like trying to help out. He's not doing <laughs> he's not doing like doctors oh, without man. habitats or no. borders or whatever. He just likes Hawaii. He, he likes the tropical yeah. places. Yeah, mm. yeah, Hawaii. I blame P.T. Anderson for all <laughs> for, for supporting his yeah, addiction for Sandler's shit stick now yeah um but then they have really good small talk in bed i just want to take your fucking cute cheek and cheek and let bite me, it let off me, let me see if i could find I scoop quotes. your eyeballs out it's like like i want to bash your face and you're <laughs> so pretty yeah. fucking i want to smash i want to smash it yeah and she's and, and they're both into it yeah which is i kind of dig i don't know if i dig that i don't know well no, i like they, it they both seem to have some kind of issue oh, yeah well yeah I, I gotta, I gotta quote it because it's so good. Okay. All right, do it's, it. Um, Barry is saying, 
I'm looking at your face and I just want to smash it. I just want to fucking smash it with a sledgehammer and squeeze it. You're so pretty. And Lena retorts. I want to chew your face and I want to scoop out your eyes and I want to eat them and chew them and suck on them. And then there's a pause and Barry goes, okay, this is funny. <laughs> this, this is nice. It's just, it's sweet. Yeah, it really is sweet. Um, but then one of his sisters call, right? It's, a, I think it's Elizabeth. The, the yeah. same, I don't yeah. remember any of the seven names. Anyway. She's actually the only uh, professional actress. The other sisters are played by, mm. I don't know who. You Ray brought a fucking cake? No, yeah. I, I, I've definitely seen her in other things. Yeah. yeah. She's the only one. She's the only professional I actress. I think if it was made recently, she'd just play all the sisters. Well, we we also found out all the all the husbands are the same, uh, our brothers. Yeah. Which is weird. Wait, they're... really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. They have the same last name. Yeah. No, no, those were the uh, the blonde brothers that oh. go to beat him. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. Not the husband. We're just dumb, never mind. Yeah. Um, but she calls and she's like, yeah, how's it going with uh, Barry? Benny? Barry? Barry. Barry. Barry, okay, I'm just checking myself. <laughs> uh, how's it going with Barry? Yeah, you know, it was really working. As Barry is like staring it's at like, her oh, in the uh, bed, right? Uh, like, uh, did, he, uh, did he call you? He's like, no. No. <laughs> oh, well, he's kind of weird. Oh, don't say that about him. Only I could say that about him. Yeah. So, yeah, but like I, I guess that just speaks to like what family is and like yeah. how they view, or it's like they, they love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but like saying all that fucking fucked up shit yeah. to him, it, it, like it, it's just testament to just say like, yeah, like we love you, Barry, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So it's very twisted, very, very yeah, weird, but I, very real. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do understand that to in full honesty. I get that a lot from my my own family. So yeah. and I, I give the same reaction back. So. <laughs> uh. Um, so their relationship's going well, but Barry wants to call Georgia and try to break it up. So he goes like to a private restroom yeah. and we get the most romantic line in the movie. I'm sorry. I can't come to the phone right now. I'm shaving my roommate's pussy. <laughs> or it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like, 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 it makes me want to hang up all, all together. But like yeah. you said, she could not have arms and maybe she was doing it herself. Her, her, or, or maybe, you know, she was in an accident. Uh, you know, yeah, could be <laughs> right. So quick to judge those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, Mark. Like, like how dare I? Uh, but he's like, he's very apologetic. Like, we need to get together so we can discuss how you can pay my money back. Thank you. Have a nice day. I'm sorry for bothering you. Yeah. So it's very cute at the same time. Um, and they're trying to figure something out. We do find that Lena travels a lot, and that if Barry gets this pudding deal, uh, he's slowly thinking like maybe I can go and travel with her for the rest of our lives. Um, mm-hmm. If it does work out, it's it's sweet. Yeah, I and, like it. And she asked, like, "Will you go home with me?" And he's like, "I was planning on it anyway." Oh, you're so cute. I and then it's it. a flash. They're pulled into the driveway, and the yeah. four blonde brothers slam into their car. It's an interesting, like, like camera work oh, yeah. with, with how the oh, yeah. how the yeah, how the car spins, spins out. Spinning, yeah. Um, and there's like a focus on both of them, like breathing yeah. too. Yeah, and then. I didn't know if this was... I mean, she's obviously in the hospital later, but we see the blood, like, dripping down her forehead. I yeah. think that's just, like, shock. Yeah. It's it, like, she. Like, it doesn't, like, register for her. Yeah, because, like, it seems more serious than it actually was. Right. But then Barry sees that, gets out of the car, picks up a tire iron, or beats one of them, takes yeah. a tire iron. Beats and then, the shit out of all of them. And beats all four of these brothers while well, like, the windows. Well, like, the, the other one cowers in the back yeah. seat. <laughs> And then he's just like, no. It's like, Yeah, and they, he just kind of hands him the crowbar. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll be on my way now. And then yeah. goes to Lena, like, it'll be okay. I dealt with oh, it. Oh, I love, I, so, I'm so happy for him. Super like, sailor. Oh, yeah. oh. And the, the choreography here is great in the fight sequence. It, mm-hmm. just, it just really makes you want to root for him so much. Hell yeah. 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 Next it's scene. Good, it's a good scene. Yeah. yeah. 
and then they're in the, in the hospital. hospital. Yeah, uh, Lena is lying in the bed, like getting checked out. She's fine. It's like very minor, but we see Barry like sidling behind the curtain, yeah. just wanting to make this call to Georgia, which he eventually does. And he goes like, you know, you need to get me on the phone with your supervisor. I'm fucking tired of this bullshit. And Georgia yeah. is freaking out because she's like in the mattress store, just on the phone, reading a magazine, yeah. watching TV. Uh, doing this whole scam and, and she's trying to be like also professional at the yeah. same time still she's like, scared on, obviously on, she's like, like this guy is coming for like, me come on baby it's it's yeah. it's fine mm-hmm. all right sexy i'll yeah. connect you right now to my supervisor and then dean philip c o hoffman who's like on, closing out for the day or yeah, something yeah like no one's in the store and i did like how they're both pacing in the scene just back mm-hmm. and forth back yeah. and forth at the same time like in different ways, uh, he's very obnoxious and yeah. thinks he's hot shit because uh, oh, yeah. he keeps saying like, "All right, shut the fuck up, shut yeah, the shut fuck the, up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up." Like Barry is expecting actual customer service from the supervisor, mm. and and you know, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is just like, "All right, shut the fuck up, like mm-hmm. fuck you, go fuck yourself." Yeah, I, 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 but he also has like these these twitches yeah. at points where it's like. Like he wants to, you know, yeah. He wants so to lash yeah. because he's so full of like testosterone. Like he feels <laughs> like rage, he, yeah, for no reason, yep. rather because he feels like he deserves that. Mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, just like the the one like Sandler goes like, go fuck yourself, and, yeah. and then S- S- Hoffman's like, what? Fuck! He's like, damn it, he got me this time. Did you say go fuck yourself? Yes, I did. That's not good. That's not good. You're like, dead. You're dead. <laughs> and you're he, dead. You're dead. You're and, fired. And then he keeps, like, he hangs on the phone, but it keeps hitting, like, the yeah. receiver at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And I uh, and, and meanwhile, we see Barry. He's on the phone. Yeah. And he hasn't let go of the phone. No. And he just constantly runs with the phone, dragging behind him. Yep. Eventually comes off the court. He's wrapped it up behind his back. He arrives back at the hospital to only find that Lena has been discharged that night. And then he runs off to Utah or Ohio or Idaho. How how does he find out where to go? I think I don't know. Because well, he he finds the listing. No, he asks for somewhere Utah. Some somewhere in Utah. He asks the operator. Yeah. And uh, the operator connects him to, I guess, the operator in Utah, and he says, uh, "I want the listing for D and D mattress man." Yes. And he shows up after another squiggly line transition. And he has, still has the phone in his hand, and he goes to confront Dean and Georgia. Oh, I, 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 He's getting a haircut. Dean's getting a haircut. Georgia's snipping. I like that, where it's like the, how the camera just pans over there. They're both staring at yeah. him silently. Yeah, like they and know. he's just there, like, yeah. just, like, standing there holding yeah. the phone like, a, a, like an insane person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. And initially, uh, Georgia starts up like, what the fuck are you doing? And then Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. I'll take care of this. It's like, he gets up. It's like, you're a fucking pervert. Yeah. They go on the face and like, no, I'm a good like, person. I didn't mean to do this. Now you say that's that before I beat the hell from you. I'm full of love. I've got the power of God and anime on my side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, you know you don't want to fuck with this this guy. He's like, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, he he makes sure he's like, you didn't tell the cops? Yeah. You didn't, like, nobody knows about this? Mm. I would at least, like, demand my money back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, no, and then they both are like, all right, I won't bother you anymore. But Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, Dean, has to get the last word in. He's yeah. like, get out of here, you fucking pervert. And then Adam's so, like, didn't I warn you? <laughs> That's that. And then he just walks right back. Yeah. So good. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, he goes home. He takes the harmonia. 
to Lena's apartment. Yeah. And yep. she's at the door. Which I guess acts as like a peace offering. I think it's like, like you're that? the piece of my life that was missing because this arrived to him unexpectedly. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. It's yeah. something that's a offering. gesture. Yeah, a gesture. I, we forgot to mention that they're also wearing like complimentary colors. Like he's in yeah. blue, she's in red and pink like the whole time. So they're almost like a matching weird set. Yeah. And together. you get that a lot with, uh, with the squiggly line transitions too. Yeah. There's a lot of that contrast. Mm, but they arrive, and initially you're like, um, is Lena going to take him back because she seems like you left me at the hospital. It's like, you can't do that. You can't do yeah. that. Or and it's like, like, that, that, like, that's a rule. Yeah, yeah, and he describes like, no, it was a phone sex operator. They tried to kill us uh, and yeah. get the money out of and us. They, I had to go and they take hurt you. Yeah, yeah, they hurt you, so I wanted to make sure they hurt again. Yeah. yeah. And then they kiss passionately. It's yeah. very, very cute. And... Uh, then we get a, a silent transition to he's at work playing the harmonia and she comes up and she's like, uh, what is she? she says, so here we go. So here we go. Yeah. Aww, sweet. Very, very nice. Sweet. Yeah, I like this movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. Makes me feel feel, movie. feel feel very good things. A little baby yeah, yeah. movie. It makes <laughs> yeah. me feel good. It makes me feel hopeful. Better than La La Land. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. You didn't like when they flew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a so long, Boulder City. <laughs> you weren't at my play. <laughs> I couldn't make it. I had to go for the main jazz club. Uh, uh, well, so long, Provo, Utah. <laughs> final thoughts on our film tonight? <sighs> final thoughts and pizza ratings? Final thoughts and pizza ratings, as we often do. I, I mean, guess I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 8. It grew on me a lot. This is the first time I've seen it. Nice. Very artsy. I love the cinematography in it. I grew to love the characters. Oh, where did my voice go? I grew <laughs> to love the characters. Um, Adam Sandler proved that he had acting chops once again, as he often does. Maybe I misjudge him for all the things, and I maybe this will be second to eight crazy nights now in my Adam Sandler ranking. Ooh. Eight crazy nights, eight pizza slices for that, but <laughs> seven for punch drunk love. One pizza slice for every night of Hanukkah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I do like this movie. I would definitely watch it. And I get the hype now. I get the hype on the Criterion board trap about <laughs> a punch drug love and how you have to see it. Nice. I'm glad. Yep. Uh, I agree with uh, with John. Seven seven out of eight. I want I want to uh, I want to leave it right there. It's 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 been a while since I watched this film. It's a. I think it's still a good time. Uh, I think if there's definitely a sense of realism here that uh, I I definitely uh, speak speak for. Uh, it's I, I I really enjoy it. So I, I I love the the romance of it, um, the kind of angsty like anxiety ridden uh, mm-hmm. that that happens here as well. I kind of kind of get that a little bit more like the 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 older I get as as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, the, I think Sandler really shines in this movie. And uh, yeah, yeah, seven mm-hmm. and eight. Nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I I think that's true. I I feel like I did connect with it more this last showing or this last viewing uh, these last couple viewings than I did back when I was in high school it's just easier to relate to and uh, easier for me to just really appreciate the artistry that's on display I feel like there's so much going on so many moving pieces that are like carefully put together and it just renders reality through like uh, a, a PTA focused lens in I, I love it. I, I wish all of uh, my experiences could be as like heightened or as romantic as they are depicted here. Um, 
even the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I feel like it is a movie about anxiety a lot, but I feel almost like it's the opposite of depression because mm-hmm. uh, depression uh, supposedly, you know, is just very numbing overall. Like you don't feel anything either way. Yeah. And for this movie, it just makes me feel so much in like all directions. Like I'm not sure whether I want to laugh, whether I want to cry, whether I want to. Um, I guess that's both of them, but yeah. but I don't. It that's just makes me, yeah, exactly. Cry. <laughs> Nothing in between. Uh, but it just makes me feel a lot, and I I think it's just done so uh, perfectly well. It's uh, maybe not quite an eight out of eight. I I feel like uh, um, I don't really want to say the pacing because I feel like every scene has something to offer, but it it comes damn close and I, I do think this is one of those movies for me it's like a feel good movie through and through mm-hmm. I think it's uh, insanely pleasant to watch and it almost like offers more the more times you watch it which is kind of rare for a feel good movie I think um, There's it, it gives you a lot it's meaty while also being really straightforward and simple um, the offbeat nature adds a lot to it and keeps you off your feet like that IMDB synopsis it's simple it's straightforward but at the same time it makes you really interested in how like singular of a vision it is so i'm gonna stop rambling i'm gonna give it a 7.8 out of eight pizza slices another high one from us i think it's all highly regarded and yeah that would be sleeper hits picking them out i try Mm. The dark horse of our, of our podcast. <laughs> well, I, I had months to think about it. I, if I delivered some shit. 783 I, yeah. months. I, I'll just keep picking shit. So. <laughs> if I I'll d- keep picking whatever I want to pick. If I delivered shit after my long delay, I wouldn't be invited back. Oh, <laughs> uh, Speaking of shit, Ooh. where could our audience find us on social media? <laughs> uh, you can find me over at Junior over on Instagram or Men Who Are Sets over on Twitter. You can find me, Jonathan Gorkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter, or my other anime slash, um, I don't know, Things We Want to Watch podcast, Anime Was Not a Mistake. Currently, our season four, where we're looking at the films of Godzilla. Gojira. Everything easy, squeezy, Japanesey. Yes, basically. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. I like that. Except over the garden wall. <laughs> it takes elements. Yeah. There's some elements of this, um, Japanese culture. Yeah. There. Uh, let's see. You could find me uh, somewhere in Provo, Utah, working a phone sex line with uh, my buddies Poe and Finn. Let's, uh, oh. let's get you ready to to stroke your Skywalker. Stroke your Wayfinder. Oh, no. That's from Kingdom Hearts. Don't make... Oh, wait. Is that a... Sky... Is that yeah, a... yeah. It's yeah. the most oh, recent no. It's a MacGuffin. Oh, no. Well, you could tune in in the month of January. We're going to post a semi-late probably a little bit late Christmas special for y'all before getting into our um, last last call call. movies that we enjoyed the most and the least during this year so stay (laughs) tuned thank you again audience don't dismantle a bathroom anytime soon (laughs) not like I'm about to (laughs) well I'm gonna have to crack your fucking head open sir Thank you for joining us for another installment of Nightcaps at the Theater. Special thanks to the Free Music Archive for providing the track Four Way by William Ross Chernoff's Nomads, an edited version of which you're hearing now. We at Nightcaps sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode.
If that's the case, or even if it's not, please remember to rate our show on iTunes and leave a review. It really means a lot. Good night, and binge responsibly.